0: I'm Sam Carter.
1: And I'm Dean Lowry.
0: This is Carter and Lowry.
1: Let's get started. All right, welcome back to Carter and Lowry, episode number 41. And uh, it's an exciting time. We had two great episodes um, that preceded this. So, Sam, uh, are you excited for this one?
0: I am. You know, same old stuff. But
1: So, uh, you know, basically, you know, it's the same thing every week. You guys know what it is. It's the other sports segment. We're starting it out uh, with the NFL. Uh, the Steelers, you know, they're keeping it going. They're 3-0 and in the preseason, you know, just as they were in the last year's regular season. They started undefeated. Uh, but it might all be a, a scam. You know, it could all be fake. Uh, but they play the Panthers next week, Sam. Huge game. Um, you know, how excited are you for this uh, preseason game?
0: Um, You know, I'm not super excited, but we'll see if I actually watch it.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, well, this will likely be the only time that the uh, Panthers and Steelers will play each other as uh, the Panthers do not look poised for Super Bowl run. Uh, you know what? Anything can happen, but uh, for both these teams to make the make the Super Bowl would be just uh, very unlikely. And uh, you know, very exciting for me and Sam to see this matchup, even if it's uh, pointless and doesn't matter. Uh, I need the Panthers. They need to get a uh, preseason win. You know, get a little good momentum I'm going into the season. But let's talk about something serious here, Sam. Uh, if you are Bill Belichick and uh, you got to pick between Cam Newton, proven yet a little banged up, and uh, you know just has had um, bad experiences uh, playing football in the past, or Mac Jones, your new draft pick, who are you starting week one if you're Bill Belichick?
0: Um, Week one, i got to go with uh, tried and true, Cam Newton, just because, you know, that first game is a pretty big one, um, and there's always time for adjustments.
1: All right, well, uh, moving ahead and looking at college football, um, we're going to finally start talking about the first week. Uh, I know it's a couple weeks away, but college football officially starts next week. Um, some unranked games uh, going down there, so that'll be exciting. Uh, but the Clemson Tigers will play on the 4th of September against Number 5 Georgia. That game is in Charlotte, and uh, the Tariots will start on that Friday, the 3rd of September, and they'll play at Virginia Tech. Um, that Georgia Clemson game is uh, in Charlotte, as I mentioned, and Miles Harb is going to be there. Hopefully, it will be on our podcast after the game, so Sam and him can uh, talk it out. Um, but he's got great connections. I don't know how he gets to go to all these games. But uh, Sam, we talked about this uh, when we were, you know, we were at a uh, Alaska party uh, on Sunday. Uh, how nervous are you for this game against Georgia? Um,
0: you know, it kind of it it just is what it is. Um, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm super nervous, but you know, got to go into every game. Prepared to to lose. Um, but, you know, you got to be ready to win, too. So we'll see. All right. All
1: right. Well, uh, obviously, you know, DJ, you know, the quarterback, he's very unproven. Uh, obviously, he played that game against Notre Dame. He played all right. Um, you know, the defense, as you uh, have mentioned before, is, you know, coming back at mostly full strength. Um, you know, can the defense carry – uh, Clemson to a win, or does it have to be DJ stepping up?
0: Um, I think that, you know, the quarterback play is super important, but I wouldn't say that uh, DJ has to have the game of his life in order to win this game.
1: All right. Well, uh, the Tar Heels, uh, they will start, as I mentioned, at Virginia Tech. A little bit of a scary game. Um, just because we beat them so badly last year, and know they're going to be very angry yeah. at us. Um, so, you know, I think that, you know, it's really just, can we get off on the right foot? You know, if we can just get out to a lead in the first quarter, things are going to be all right. You know, I know Sam Howell, he's been here, you know, he's done that. He knows what's up. Um, but if we get down early, you know, things are just going to get scary because this defense, um, obviously, hopefully they've improved from last year, you know, make some great additions, but they're just unproven, uh, in a big game situation, Uh, So we'll see how all that uh, shakes out uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, But in the MLB, the Atlanta Braves have been on a hot streak lately. They have won nine out of the last ten games, and they're still four and a half games ahead in their division. They're playing the Yankees uh, this week, so that'll be exciting to uh, joke with, uh, read about. Uh, But that's about all the time we have on the other sports segment. Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. All right, that is going to do it uh, for this other sports segment, and uh, we'll be right back uh, talking about the NBA schedule that was just released. All right, welcome back to and Lowry. And uh, huge news uh, out of the NBA this week. The full schedule was released, unlike last year, because of the shortened season, we had to wait. But we, the NBA is back, 82 games, and we know all of them. We're talking about it right now uh, with some of the Hornets' biggest matchups. Uh, and uh, to start us off, uh, great improvements, you know, from one national televised game uh, in 2019 and two last year. We're opening it up to – four games uh, on national television. All of them are on ESPN. Uh, you know, you got the Heat on uh, October 29th, uh, at the Warriors on November 3rd, uh, at the Knicks, oh, excuse me, uh, at the Celtics on uh, January 19th, and uh, against the Bulls on February 9th. And so, Sam, I gotta ask you, you know, which of these uh, ESPN games are you most excited to see?
0: Um, You know, I gotta go with the Bulls just because You know, they're kind of a fresh team, a lot of fresh faces up there, Um, so i got to go with them just because I'm excited to see how they can do, you know.
1: Right, and, uh, you know, we're talking about, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, such an influential athlete, you know, he's kind of cast a shadow over the Bulls um, for the past, you know, three decades, and... Um, it's got to be tough to, you know, be a, a Bulls player, you know, and that Michael play for them. And that's just a lot of pressure that's there. Uh, obviously, it's going to be exciting to see Lonzo versus Lamello again uh, on national television. Uh, you got DeMar DeRozan, who is underrated. Nikola Vucevic, who has been majorly underrated, as well as Zach Levine. So a lot of, you know, people that need to prove themselves on that team. And I think, like Sam said, you know, fresh faces. Really excited to see how they do. Um, but some other matchups that are not necessarily on national television, we got LaMelo versus LeBron. Uh, we're playing at the Lakers uh, on November 8th. We're facing the defending champs uh, at the Bucks on uh, December 1st, and uh, the Lakers will be in town uh, against the Hornets on January 28th. That's probably the hottest ticket you can get. And the Hornets will close the season against the Wizards, uh, as they did last time. That game is on uh, April 10th. And so I got to ask Sam, um, you know, are you really, I mean, obviously I know, I know you're not a fan of LeBron, um, but how do you feel about, you know, this, you know, new big three and are you going to be cheering extra hard against the Lakers uh, in these games? Or are you just okay with them, you know, teaming up because of, of like, Brooklyn?
0: Um, you know, I I actually despise super teams, so I think I think I am going to be cheering against the Lakers more than usual.
1: All right, well, you know, those two matchups are, you know, obviously, you know, the hottest thing you can get. You know, obviously, Miles, I talked about it in the last segment. He's got those connections. Land, I just got to break off for a second and tell the story I remember now. I saw him at a Hornet game, and somehow me and him, we were sitting in, like, the upper section, and somehow his dad's, like, friend had, like, a box seat. Then um, he, like, I didn't go with him, but they somehow, like, got into, like, a box, like, in the middle of a game. And Miles, I just don't know how he does it. He's got ultimate connections uh, when it comes to getting sports tickets. So, you know, maybe the next time he comes on, like, i got to just ask him how he does it because it is really – it's incredible. And uh, Miles, uh, one of a kind, you know. But uh, talking about some more uh, serious business, we got opening day. Uh, both those games will be, will be on uh, TNT. you got 7.30, Brooklyn at Milwaukee, and at 10 o'clock, Golden State at Los Angeles. Uh, Sam, what do you think of these matchups?
0: Um, they're pretty exciting. Um, especially the Brooklyn at Milwaukee one. I think that'll be the the one that I'll watch. Um, of course, I could watch all of them, but I don't like to dedicate my Christmas Day to uh, basketball. But you know, I think that that Brooklyn Milwaukee game is very intriguing.
1: Right and uh, speaking of Christmas Day, you know you got those other games. You got uh, at noon Atlanta at New York, uh, Boston at Milwaukee, uh, Golden State at Phoenix, uh, and Brooklyn at Los Angeles. And you got Dallas, Utah, and you know obviously the big matchup there is got to be Nets versus the Lakers. You know preseason tune up, but most people assume will be the finals. Um, I don't. I think they're the most talented team. I don't think those the two best teams. Um, but Sam, looking at this Nets Lakers matchup on Christmas. How important is it uh, to send a message to the other team uh, across the country? Do you think that uh, the players on these teams really care about uh, this game right here?
0: Um, Yeah, I think it's one of the more important games for both of these teams throughout the season. Um, I think that it's very important to them to send a message. So I think that'll make it a more intriguing game.
1: Yeah, I'm really uh, looking at this Atlanta New York game. I know it's the noon game, um, but you know it's going to be rocking in Madison Square Garden and obviously the history um, with, you know, Trey Young, you know, and the fans there. And I think we really missed that in 2020 in the bubble. You know, we had these playoff matchups that were obviously intense. It was obviously great basketball, but it was more, you know, pure in the sense of, you know, it was just about the basketball. Um, But you had all these other storylines in this past year past year's playoffs and that's really they're bringing these back uh, like Brooklyn and Milwaukee you know like the Nets you know they know that the Nets fans you know count you know Giannis's free throws so you know all of that stuff you know they're bringing it back this season I think that's a great job Um, Adam Siller always does a great job of bringing back these storylines and uh, always makes it exciting but we're looking forward to the season and uh, Sam you know there's 82 games uh, this season, I know we're very early on. We haven't even had training camp, uh, but just throw out a prediction for how many games you think the Hornets are going to win this year out of eighty-two.
0: Um, I think they can win. You know, I'm gonna be generous and say forty-one. We'll say they go five hundred. I think that that is possible, um, and I think they can make the playoffs. I don't think that they'll exceed expectations but i think they can definitely meet them
1: right and uh you know i think that you know a lot of people i've talked to you know that aren't hornets fans you know that live in charlotte are always the question they're asking is is lamella gonna stay and, you know i know you know he's he signed on to a five-year deal uh potentially you know if the team picks up that option um but it's gonna be critical i think to in the early years get him into the playoffs um, because that's where you really build the connection with the fans. Um, you know, I agree with Sam. I don't think it's going to be that high. I mean, the Eastern Conference definitely got better. Um, you know, I think that, you know, three of the top five teams are probably in the East uh, this year. Um, so you could even make the argument that the East is a little harder than the West. I wouldn't go that far. But uh, I'm going to say the Hornets at 45 games. Um, I think they'll do a little better than 500. Get them to like a six or a seven seed. Maybe win a few games in a series against uh, – Maybe a Heat team. Um, but, you know, I think that this is a very exciting year, but it's also a very important year. Um, you know, Terry's year was just signed on. How is he going to perform? Uh, Gordon Hayward's health is also lingering, so um, a lot to be concerned with. But I think that, um, you know, it's going to be a great year. And I got to ask, Sam, um, which player, you know, of the young players, I'm talking about Lamella Ball, Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington, you know, maybe some of the rookies. Do you think he needs to step up their game the most uh, for the Hornets to be successful?
0: Um, definitely P.J. Washington down low, just because that is um, just the most important spot that there is for the Hornets. Um, as we saw last year, um, it was it was weak down there, and that's where the Hornets really struggled. So I think that P.J. Washington has to step up.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, You know, obviously, if you haven't heard, you know, he had a tragic situation where his um, baby mama left him um, and is making him pay a ridiculous amount of money per month. Um, So he just got completely scammed by her. And that's pretty sad. Um, But, you know, at least he has a a kid now. And there even reports his mental health is bad, that he's denied. Um, But I think that from a personal level, and like Sam mentioned the team level, you know, the center position, he's played a little bit of it as like a stretch five. Um, you know, he's got to protect the paint. You know, he led the team in blocks last year, which is good to see, but he's got to step it up if uh, the Hornets want to do anything. And Sam, my final question is um, you know, if you could go to and watch any of these Hornets games I have listed right here, which one are you going to pick? Um,. Let's see. You know,
0: I want to I feel like I have to see LeBron play at some point in my life. Um I think I would regret it if I never did. Even though I'm not a fan, so I think that if I had the choice, I would go see the Lakers.
1: All right, well that's going to be a tough ticket. I was like when I was making this uh our sheet um you know looking at all like the matchups, you know, the lowest price ticket you can find is $120 in the nosebleeds so uh, certainly expensive and uh, a change in tune uh, for the Spectrum Center which uh, at one point you get a ticket for like $6 in the nosebleeds for some of the lower games Uh, but that is going to do it um, for this uh, NBA segment and Sam any final thoughts? Nope. Well that is going to do it for episode number 41 of Carter and Lowry and you'll hear from us next Tuesday.